Today we expect to find out if the man accused of shooting and killing three people, including a local news reporter and an elementary school student, is fit to stand trial. Keith Moses is scheduled to face a judge this afternoon. West Choose Bob Hazen is live at the Orange County Courthouse. Bob, he was a no-show at his hearing last month. Yeah, that's right. Keith Moses refused to come to court to leave the jail last time around. So they're trying again today and this hearing today could go a long way to deciding whether or not Moses goes on trial later on this year or whether he goes to a state hospital for mental health treatment. This will be a competency hearing for Keith Moses. The last time we saw him in court physically was in September and he wouldn't respond to questions. And his lawyer said that he's having trouble communicating with Moses, too. The judge ordered two psychiatrists to examine him to see if he's mentally able to understand what's happening and the punishment that he could face. The experts were supposed to tell the judge about the findings from that at a hearing last month, but Moses did refuse to come to court, so it was reset for today. Investigators say that Moses killed three people, Natasha Augustin, Spectrum News reporter Dylan Lyons, and nine-year-old Tiana Major during a shooting rampage in Pine Hills almost a year ago. The sheriff's office has said that Moses had no real connection to any of them and the killing was random. If the judge decides that he is incompetent, Moses could be sent for treatment until he is able to stand trial. And if Moses refuses to come to court again today, the judge could hold this hearing even without him physically in court. That is uncommon, but it could be done. At this point, his trial is set to start in June. Reporting live at the Orange County Courthouse, Bob Hazen, West 2 News. Well, the man who was convicted of driving off and dragging a Seminole County deputy during a traffic stop will be sentenced next week. This comes after a jury found him guilty of attempted manslaughter and aggravated battery. Rocky Rudolph was pulled over in 2019 for having tinted windows, but the sheriff's office says when the deputy walked up to his SUV, they smelled marijuana. Randolph then uh, took off, dragging that deputy with him. They later tracked him down and arrested him. Winter Park police want homeowners to be mindful of their safety after a string of burglaries. The department says there have been eight break-ins reported in just the past three weeks. West Coast Tony Atkins is live at the Winter Park Police Department this morning with the surveillance video that police want people to see. Tony. Sheldon, police say these break-ins tend to happen in the evening between 5.30 p.m. to 11 o'clock at night, and they say the suspects are in the neighborhood dressed as if they're doing normal work in the area. I want you to take a look at this video. It may look like just maintenance or pest control workers, but Winter Park Police say they believe these three robbed a home on Mayfield Avenue back on January 18th. This was one of the eight burglaries reported in Winter Park since January 12th. Police say all eight have been reported within a one to two mile radius of Phelps and Lakemont here in Winter Park. And when people aren't home, police say these burglars are getting in by breaking glass doors. I would say, you know, we're in a nice area here, but you got to keep your guard up and uh, make sure you got an alarm system and lock the house and set the alarm when you leave. That's exactly what police want you to do. They say if you do have surveillance cameras, make sure you're checking that footage because you may have captured some video of these suspects at work. And they also say set your alarms regardless of how long you'll be away. Anyone with information about these burglars or any information about where they could be are asked to call Winter Park Police or to reach out on Crime Line for an anonymous tip. For now, reporting live in Winter Park, Tony Atkins, West 2 News.
An Orange County man is behind bars on charges connected to the murder of a woman last year. Officials say Yesnin Bonilla Escoa stabbed Maria Paulino 16 times. Detectives connected Escoa to Paulino's murder through her phone. The arrest report says that they found two phone calls from the same number at 3.11 a.m. and 3.27 a.m. on the morning of May 10th, shortly after Paulino was last seen leaving her apartment. Officials matched the suspect's DNA with DNA that they found on the handle of a bloody knife near the crime scene. Authorities charged Escoa with first-degree murder, and he has a court hearing that is set for tomorrow. Accused killer 26-year-old Enrique Martinez will remain behind bars in Polk County. The sheriff's office says he's tied to two murders. 33-year-old Adil Rodriguez Jr. was shot and killed in a tent in November. His sister says the father of two had a place to live, but liked spending time at a homeless camp in Winter Haven. He was um, a free spirit. Um, he was very respectful, very helpful. He was loved. He's missed by many. The sheriff also named Martinez a prime suspect in the murder of 20-year-old Sierra Hernandez, who was reported missing this month. Martinez is facing several charges, including first-degree murder, resisting an officer, and tampering with physical evidence. All right, you got to see this video. Orange County deputies need your help finding this accused bank robber. Sheriff's office says this man walked into the truest bank on South John Young Parkway in Hunters Creek yesterday morning. The department says that he flashed a weapon and demanded money from the teller. It's kind of hard to make him out because he's uh, wearing that mask and he's got the sunglasses and the hat. But if you recognize any features, what's going on here, call the department. Volusia County deputies arrested a 16-year-old in connection to a shooting that happened last week. A 17-year-old was shot in the leg at Dwight Hawkins Park in Deltona. The sheriff's office announced the suspect's arrest. We are not naming him because of his age. Witnesses told detectives the suspect was in the backseat of an SUV when they say he accidentally shot the teen in the driver's seat. The suspect faces several charges, including aggravated battery and possession of a firearm by a juvenile. Well, plans to build a Hindu temple in Gotha were struck down earlier this week. West 2's Michelle Meredith explains the Hindu temple is moving on. Located on West Oak Ridge Road in Orlando, the BAPS Hindu temple has been a fixture for decades. That building uh, has been around for a long time, but as the needs grew, as the number of children that come, number of families that come, grew and as the activities that we offer uh, our constituents grew, we, we need a space that kind of meets those needs. And that's when we started looking for a new home. They had hoped their new home would be in Gotha on an eight acre swath of land on Hempel Avenue, but it will not. The Orange County Commission voted the plan down Tuesday. Dozens and dozens of people who live in the area complained the 800-seat temple would cause traffic jams, doesn't fit the rural feel, and would be the largest building around. It was definitely an emotional roller coaster. And Dr. Jamin Brombot, a member of the temple, says he gets it. I think a lot of the points that were brought up that were kind of against us making our home there where I think more had to do with like the unknowns of exactly what we do, how we practice our faith. How disappointed are you? You know, I'm obviously disappointed in the final decision, but I am not disappointed in the individuals that spoke up uh, from the community. I'm not disappointed in the individual commissioners or the mayor. I think it's pretty cool that we can have this democratic process. We can have this open dialogue 
and we can have an opportunity to share our views. And honestly, Michelle, I think it comes down to our Hindu values and our Hindu faith. Like our spiritual leader, Monsai Maharaj, always says that we should always look for the good in people and we should always look for the positive in situations. And they are positive. Somewhere in Orange County, the BAPS Hindu temple will find a piece of land they can call home. In Orange County, Michelle Meredith, West 2 News. All right, there's a plan to turn the former location of Coco's Beach iconic glasshouse band building into a boutique hotel. Yeah, the two-acre plot on the northern entrance to downtown has been empty for about nine years now. Local businesswoman Rosalie Bianco has been looking at this property for quite some time. She has a $20 million plan to turn that space into a six-story suites-only hotel that she plans to call the Stina House. That's what I would want as a as a resident of Cocoa Beach, I would want, you know, a beautiful, uh, you know, park-like atmosphere, you know, interesting shops and coffee shops and, and you know, lighting and, and fountains and places to, you know, for my dog to play in the grass. All right, if all goes well, Cruz could break ground in 2025 with the Stina House opening in 2026.